Welcome to the Less Doing Podcast, where you will learn how to start living more by doing less. Let me help you optimize, automate, and outsource your entire life so you can focus on doing the things you love. Now here's your host, Ari Mizell. Aaron Kammer, welcome to the Less Doing Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be here, Ari. So I am very, very excited for this. This has been a long time coming for me. Uh, uh, so Aaron is one of the founders of Magic Virtual Assistance, which um, we have spoken about. I have spoken about everywhere, all the time, for such a long time. We use them so much for so many different things. And as somebody who has worked with uh, 25 different virtual assistant companies and owned a virtual assistant company, they are uh, a level above. And so I'm, I'm very, very excited to be able to have this opportunity to talk to you. So um, give me a little bit of background and what led to, okay, there's other four co-founders? Uh, there's actually, there's a lot. There's eight of us, uh, way more than uh, most startups, yeah. Yeah, you don't see a lot of companies like, <laughs> succeeding as well as it appears you are with that many co-founders typically. That's impressive. Um, Especially, it's a bit, I think the better thing, the more exciting thing is it's been years. You know, we've been together now, four or five years, all of us. Uh, yeah. So where did the idea come from initially? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, so, uh, so me and uh, my co-founder, Mike uh, Chen, who's the CEO of the company, um, we've, we've been dabbling with assistance for many, many years. Uh, we, we started another company together uh, called Made in Space. And it's a, it's a space company. And in 2010, and over the years of main space, you know, we needed a lot of help and assistance and things like that. And um, I remember this one time, Mike, Mike literally had four assistants uh, working for him, following him around the office, helping out with things like scheduling, bringing food. Um, you know, I, I had a couple uh, virtual assistants myself. We've tried a lot of the different services. And then... Yeah, one day, uh, uh, you know, me, Mike, a few of the other co-founders were, uh, you, know, you know, talking about, you know, how great it would be to have, you know, a you know, assistant that you could just text and, and get whatever you need within minutes. Um, and then uh, Mike kind of took that idea, ran with it, threw it up on a website, and then next thing you know, we had almost 100,000 people kind of signing up for a wait list, uh, you know, on our service, uh, for the service. Uh, in the beginning, then the service was not nearly at, to the level of where we needed it to be. Um, we one of the things that we kind of we kind of track or think about is uh, what we call fulfillment. Um, you know how often we can fulfill a request uh, that comes in, and, and we shoot for you know like ninety percent, nine times out of ten. Uh, I think back then in the very early days, only you know two times out of ten we were kind of getting people what they needed. Uh, it's just we were massively hiring, um, uh, you know, as many people as we could and cramming them into uh, my, uh, my space company's uh, uh, bottom floor uh, at NASA Ames uh, here in California. Uh, we've come a long way, you know, since then, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't need to explain to listeners of the podcast what virtual assistants are, what they can do. Uh, that, that's definitely something that's been covered many times before. What? What's so unique to me as, a, as obviously a very heavy user of virtual assistants, and I mean, I, I have broken VA services before, you know, I, when, at, at the heyday of fancy hands, which I'm sure you're familiar with, um, 
I had a $90 a month unlimited plan. And at the time I was doing an average of 12 to 1500 tasks a month with them. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I got talked. I got talked to a few times. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, the the key is that. So I, I'm I'm not a fan of dedicated assistants uh, as a model because I just I think it creates a bottleneck. Uh, first of all, you know, and there's just so much time that one person has to do anything, and yeah. and from the the company side of that too, um, people a lot of these companies lose a lot of their best assistants because you know the, they're not getting paid what the client's paying and the client pay, you know, so it's just, it's just a bad model in some way. So I've always been a fan of this on-demand model where you have multiple people you have access to, but magic provides such a seamless experience where you're clearly dealing with multiple people, but they act as like this one hive mind. And the response time in my experience is roughly 30 seconds, 24 seven. So yes. that alone uh, really opens up to me the power of a VA. It's the only VA company I've ever used or worked with, including the one that I owned, where I could be at the airport like I am right now, and a flight could get canceled, and they would text me before the airline sent an email to let me know, and they would have already rebooked. Like it, yeah. That yeah, yeah. oh man, you, you, you were talking about a lot of the core principles we've tried to instill into the service, um, and, uh, and completely agree with you about the benefits of an on-demand, uh, non-full-time uh, kind of employee. Um, I'm such a huge user of Magic myself. I think you know one of the few users who maybe uses Magic more than you is myself. <laughs> so, so I, I can I can talk about the benefits and the pros and cons kind of kind of all day. Yeah, and so I mean, so with the response times, like we really we really kind of describe like one of our like. Uh, almost like engineering requirements, um, and I think a lot in terms of engineering was to develop a service that you could we could respond within two minutes. Two minutes or less is kind of you know our goal. So sometimes it happens. Small order. I mean, honestly, it, very 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 tall. And it it doesn't happen one hundred percent of the time. I'd say like I think ninety five percent of the time it's yeah. two minutes or less. Like ninety nine percent of the time, five minutes or less. Um, and that's a testament to uh, uh, I think two things. Uh, one is. You know the, the the people that we hire and and, and train and, and and give them that we really hire the best of the best from the best schools and then and then train them with uh, to to give that service and then I think the second thing is the software that we've developed you know we've got um, you know a Silicon Valley engineering mindset uh, many engineers out here in Silicon Valley that provides the tools to kind of make our magicians more uh, hybrid uh, so it's not just you know. Uh, them inside of you know an email client, uh, it's them uh, you know laced with a suite of tools that takes weeks of training to even learn how to use uh, to actually give you that response time. And then and then another like response times is one key thing to hit up. And I think the other the other key thing is, is what we we like to talk about inside Magic is uh, is you know core one. Uh, and so it's like you know for your flight for instance. You know, your, your, your request might've been like, Hey, get me from you know, JFK down to San Diego uh, on this flight, you know, here. Um, but uh, that might've been like your, your literal request, your literal one, but your core one is just to get to San Diego on time. So if that flight gets canceled, <laughs> you know, the magicians are kind of trained to think a little bit ahead. It's like, all right, well, Ari just really needs to get to San Diego. So how, how else can we get him there now that the flight's canceled? Yeah, and that's so interesting because, uh, again, I'm going to have to refer to this a lot, but when I was running our VA company, proactivity was something that I felt was very difficult or nearly impossible to train. So I was always looking for people who had that 
sort of proactive nature to them. Uh, mm. And that's really tough. And it's so fascinating too about the response time thing because uh, again, at my company, flights were something that were always a problem because they were contractors. So we, we couldn't you know, choose specific hours around that. And if somebody requested a flight, Somebody would get back to them an hour, maybe later, give them a price, and then the client would get back to them four or five hours later, and the price would have changed, and it just created all these problems. So that ability to be able to act so quickly is, is key. But now mm -hmm. the other is that, so we have, your, we have the VAs, Magic VAs, in our Trello, in our Slack. I talked to them on, on Telegram, um, in email, in text. It, it, is there just this, like, air traffic control display where they're just seeing these pop-ups everywhere. We have them in our intercom. And yeah. like, I don't understand how you're able to do that, that they can get notifications and still be seamless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not quite air traffic control, but close. I mean, yeah, they have multiple monitors with multiple, uh, uh, you know, windows open, uh, li looking at multiple different things. And uh, uh, a lot of it's obviously proprietary and, and custom built. Um, uh, and then I think you take that, you take that, the software to help. And then again, you filter for the, for those people that can really be proactive. And then, and then you encourage the proactivity, you know, through like, you know, through training and through, you know, reinforcing that, that proactivity is, is, uh, is really good. And like I said, we came, we've come a long way since when we launched in 2015, um, with, with yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, you're not the, the guys necessarily to get tigers for uh, birthday parties anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've gotten a tiger uh, for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what is some? This is a, a, a perfect question for you, which is like, what is something that you wouldn't give to a magic VA to do? Uh, right now, um, really, really good question because I think I think it's hard. For, it's easy. I think it's easier for people like me and you who have obviously spent a lot of time learning how to delegate. Delegating is actually, a, it's almost like a skill. Uh, you teach it. Yes, yeah. And so, yeah, you, you teach it. And it, it I think the, a lot of your, uh, your content about, is about that. I think, uh, um, I think it's, it's, it's a difficult thing where, uh, if, if, where we, users who don't know how to do it, that's often where they kind of like drop off. Uh -huh. because they, they don't know exactly like here's a good thing to delegate here's here's to not and i think your, your list that you recently sent out of like 25 things to delegate uh uh yeah a really really you know, good list but there's things that maybe is a little bit harder so like uh, like very specialized tasks you know for instance like if you were gonna you know need um really nice design work done or like uh you know high quality high quality content seo writing done we're not really great at that yet. Um, it's it's a it is good for uh, for like like things like you were saying like flights, reminders, scheduling, um, anything that you can kind of like give a set of instructions that would need to be repeatable. So that ranges from things like uh, um, you know like customer support tickets or. Uh, where it's like, hey, when this email comes in, respond this way and put this on my calendar. Um, uh, but the more like very specialized stuff is usually what I, I don't go to it with, but if I need something specialized, one thing that I do use magic for is, uh, find me a specialized person. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For instance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you know, and that, and that's, that's a perfectly good use for it. Uh, so what, what's sort of in the future, if you can share, like what's, what's in the roadmap for things that, uh, users of magic might get to experience going forward. 
Yeah, it's a good, really good question. I think, um, so one of the things that I, uh, I'm excited about working on is trying to lower the cost of magic. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's an amazing service. Um, and, uh, you know, right now, like we hit a good niche for like, you know, busy, you know, entrepreneur, entrepreneurs like yourself, like me. Um, but I think the idea that people will always, uh, you know, need or want help is, is, is kind of true. I think magic is a great way to provide help, but I think the, a big barrier to entry for a lot of consumers is the, the price is, a, is, is, you know, fairly expensive, you know, 35 an hour. Um, and so lowering that cost, you know, down, down even more to like 20 an hour, 15 an hour, 10 an hour, even cheaper. Eventually I think the vision is to get to free. Uh, so everybody could kind of use it. And that's going to require a lot of innovations and probably like a decade of work and a lot of automation through software and stuff like that. Um, so I think that's, that's a big thing in the future. And I think the second thing is really making it easier to, to delegate, particularly for non-delegation pros <laughs> like yourself. Um, and so I think uh, those are kind of like the two really big pillars of, of bringing magic to more and more people, which is you know, our current, current vision, yeah. Well, and it's no surprise that you had a space company before. I mean, if you look at a lot of the, the people who think of in terms of those, those, those sort of moonshot things, like everything does eventually move towards or even achieve free, right? If we look yeah. at uh, cost of electronics, of processing power, of all sorts of things. So that's great that that is the vision. Uh, and I do think it can make it so successful. And one of the things that is people are always shocked to hear this, but uh, I, I think that for probably for every three hours uh, magic does work for the business. They do two hours for me and my family. Uh, yeah. Which is, I mean, there was one week they did 84 hours of billable time for my family of six. And that's like, it was incredible. I have four kids in three different schools, like medical forms, insurance, like campsite, all this. And it makes it so that I can do more of what I do. Uh, yeah, so exactly. One more people is amazing. Yeah. And, that, and that, that, that's the idea. It's like time. I, I think in the future, you know, especially when, uh, uh, just, just so much technology, so many, so many things trying to vie for our attention. Time is going to become more and more of a valuable resource. Um, and so, yeah, giving more time to more people. That's really, that's really the dream. Something that, uh, that Mike, you know, our CEO talks a lot about. So what's the, what's the biggest frustration for you right now in growing the business? Uh, what's the biggest, say that again? Frustration. For you. Oh, right. <laughs> um, Wow, that's a really good question. Uh, <laughs> frustration. Um, I okay. I don't know if this Other is first having seven co-founders and besides you. <laughs> oh, you know, look, I love I love my co-founders. I mean, before we before we started uh, Magic, there was uh, Mike and and um, you know uh, four of his best friends from college. Were, we were incubating them inside Made It Space, the space company. Uh, and we were trying to change the health industry. We had a, we had a blood pressure concierge uh, kind of company, and and at the time, I, the main reason I was incubating them was just because you know I really I really liked them. They're really really good guys. Um, and then and then when we launched Magic, you know, me and two others uh, joined. Um, the uh, uh, I'd say the biggest frustration, not with just in general, is I'm a fairly I'm not the best at patience. <laughs> and growth of growth of businesses, you know, just in general take time. Um, 
And uh, like you see, there's you don't see too many overnight successes like YouTubes, uh, you know, where you know uh, they grow to a huge business in, in, in kind of ten months. Um, and so I think like you know, staying the path and staying patient, especially with something like you know audacious, like trying to give you know a free uh, you know assistant to the entire world. Uh, you know, that's a that's a 10, 10, 15, 20, 20 year thing. Um, so I don't know if I'd call that frustration or more just like, you know, in general, like, you know, uh, not being a super, super most patient person, but yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So last question then for me or for you rather is what are your top three pieces of advice for people to be more effective? And you can interpret that however you like. Oh man. All right. Really good question. All right. So the first thing for me would be, uh, uh, I have this concept, you know, of, uh, that there's not, you don't get that many days in life. I think it's like, like, let's do some quick math. Yeah. You get like something like 28,000 days. Uh, um, if, if you take like the average life expectancy or, or thereabout, um, so 20,000 days is not a lot. Right. And days can go really, 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 really quickly. So I try to always like remind myself and people I work closely with, it's like, make sure you're working on the right things or spending your time on the right things because, you know, that time will go really, really fast. Um, so I actually have like on my wall a, a calendar that, show, that has shows, it's like 20,000 uh, blocks all on one sheet of paper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of as a reminder, hey, that time goes quick. Um, yeah, so I think that that's, that's, that's a big, uh, really big component, um, for me. Uh, another thing that I, I like, maybe it's more of my own personality or maybe it's a, a characteristic you see in other entrepreneurs, but is I personally try to, uh, go after whatever the biggest problem is, uh, and for whatever, uh, whatever I'm trying to accomplish in my organization. And, uh, and once I can, once I can start tackling that and setting it up, trying to hand that off and delegate it to, uh, uh you know, other teams or people or magic themselves, or at least part of it, you know, kind of, you know, it's a magic. Um, I think it's, I think it is a, it maybe ties to the first component of like really making sure your value and your time and then putting really smart people kind of in place, uh, to kind of take, take that over. And then, uh, I mean, I think that maybe probably the third thing is it's, it's all about team. Um, you know, and all of, you know, in magic, uh, and all the organizations that work in main space have worked in, uh, really finding like really, really smart people, um, join the team, uh, uh, and that have the same passion or alignment for a project or a vision or the company. Um, that's really kind of what it comes down to after a certain scale. Like there's only so much that one person can kind of do even, even with a, a person powered by unlimited VA power. Uh, there's only so much you can do. So, uh, really, really having good team members. In, and I think that ties into like why at magic we've been able to keep together with eight founders. Cause we realize like the collective is better than, uh, the individual. So having a, having, having a strong team, I think it's really important. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Um, thank you, Aaron. And thank you for providing a really excellent service, which we've recommended many times before and we'll um, continue to recommend it here. So uh, for everybody, you can go to less.do slash magic 
uh, which gets you through the, the special less doing door to, to magic and start using them now. And uh, even with small things, you'll start to see the benefits of outsourcing and, and, and you'll get to flex the delegation muscle, which is really what it is. So Aaron, thank you again. Great. Well, like one last question for you. What's, what's your favorite thing uh, to delegate to magic? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, God, there's so many things. Um, they do, um, well, so on the personal side of things, um, anything that is related to like kids logistics, other than like picking kids up, um, magic will do all of that. So I, I love being able to say to them like, Hey, find summer camp for the kids. I just say, it was, you know, not quote unquote, the kids, because I don't have to sell them. It's Ben, Sebastian, Lucas, and Chloe. Like they have all the information they know what Chloe's birthday is. They know how old, you know, Sebastian and Lucas are. They know all that stuff. They know the camps that they did. There's like that history there, even though I know that sometimes I'm dealing with uh, different people on the team. So being able to just say like, Hey, do this thing. means that I can focus on being a father, which is great. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I really like using it for in the business is things related to customer journey. So when we have people sign up for our events, they're getting a voicemail messages from me. They might get a postcard, text message, gifts. A lot of that stuff we have magic manually do to test the process before we turn it into a really optimized and potentially automated process. So my favorite thing to have them do is brute force our processes and break them you know, so we can fix them on the fly. So they're amazing. We're actually, we're kind of circ circumventing some things and using outsourcing to optimize a process. Wow, that's, that's good, yeah. Yeah, and both, both of those are really good use cases. I think, I think the family one is so great. Um, I, th I think a, one thing that's, um, that's important if, if you, is to get to that level. So you're, you're, you're definitely an advanced, uh, you know, magic user is it, it does take a little bit of time to get to that level because it's almost like a, a relationship. Uh, uh, you know, it's like if, if, if you were just, if it was your, you know, you know, an assistant that you hired and the first day they're not going to know, you know, obviously all of your kids' names, their birthdays and everything, everything like right. that. It takes a little bit of time to get to that kind of level with a VA and, and a, or an assistant or a VA service. Um, and so, yeah, uh, and you've, you've obviously gotten there and been able to get a lot of benefits of it. Really like those use cases. Um, cool. All right, well, thank you, Ari. It's been really great having you, know, having you uh, talk to me here and having you as a user as well. Thanks for listening to the Less Doing Podcast. At Less Doing, we help entrepreneurs who have opportunity in excess of what their infrastructure can support to set up systems and processes that empower a team to ultimately make themselves more replaceable. That way they can optimize, automate, and outsource everything in their businesses in order to be more effective. If you want to find out more about Less Doing, the podcast, the blog, the books, and all of the wonderful programs we offer to help you get from where you are to where you know you want to be, go to lessdoing.com slash podcast and check out our OAO blueprint so you can get started today.